0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Group void work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
1: plus.
2: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
1: We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper?
2: Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The world
3: is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: You are those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander, on Vsin.
4: and that is the location of the sushi restaurant, and that is the name of the sushi restaurant. Oh, <laughs>
5: oh, okay, good cool. Tuesday morning
4: to you. It is a numbers game at Vsin, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Vsin app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course the DraftKings Network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin back in the saddle. How you
5: doing? Welcome Bill? back, buddy. Did you? I, I, now I'm all. All I'm picturing is you thinking of that joke getting on the plane like the day after the Super Bowl and be like, <laughs> "I'm gonna write this down no, I come you back." Know what, I,
4: what I used to do. By the way, thank you to Matt Brown. Thank you to Jared Smith. Thank you to the great Ben Wilson, who'll be more famous than all of us um, for filling in all these two weeks. Great, all of them. Um, no, it's, it's something I used to do when uh, when people used to put you on call waiting. Oh, yeah, so when they would, like, take forever and they'd come back, I would, all like, let's say Matt Brown called me, just to use an example, just to give the example, not that he did, but if he put me on a call waiting for, like, 90 seconds, he would come back, and then I would say, and that's why Kelly spent three <laughs> years in the can for drug possession, you know, just, like, <laughs> just, just again, like, yeah,
5: don't, don't, don't take that long. Um, I'll do that with telemarketers sometimes, is that bad? I'll be like, I'll be like hey, Billy, what's going on? Wait, this isn't Billy? Man,
4: it's good to be back. Clearly, what was the biggest, the biggest thing that happened in the two weeks that I was gone, Kelly? And I even texted you about it, and your response was like completely missed it. Denny Avdia dropping <laughs> 43 for the Wizards on Valentine's night, which I know to most of you, this was probably not a very big big covered, you know, very well covered thing that happened in sports. But that's seven points shy of the all time tribe record really? in NBA history. Of course, set by the great Dolph Shays. By the way, whenever this trivia comes up, always guess Dolph Shays. And Amari Stoudemire. Stoudemire. And Amari Stoudemire. And Amari Stoudemire. Who, of course, Obviously. dropped 50. Yeah. And is really, you listen, if you want to be part of it, we claim you. You're You're, you're good. Avdia dropped 43. I don't need to say this phrase at the end. It ain't another Wizards loss, but I guess I should. <laughs> um, but that was a big – and it also shows that any primetime action uh, prediction that was ever made about someone has no statute of limitations. So, I was g-
5: right correct, about Avdia. G- g- Just like the Pistons are going to make those playoffs, man. <laughs> Watch right. out. I, I did catch a note this morning. Uh, the Wizards – um, who well, I might be fading again tonight. Uh, hey, Denny avio has been in and out of the lineup. Yes, okay, so that is tough.
4: Well, he scored forty-three. Literally.
5: Exactly, it's yeah. tough when he's in and out of the lineup. I did catch the note because I thought I brought it up. I think yesterday on the show or last week of like I actually think there's some. I think there's some value in the Wizards to have the fewest wins. Uh, in that market, and the Pistons only got one one less They're than them. They're knocking at the door, yeah. Wizards are plus 250, and they look like they are in like full tank mode. I caught a note this morning, though, that if they keep losing, they will hit a point near the end of the season where they will face the Pistons with a chance to beat the Pistons' streak that they set earlier this year. Tanking for Wemba
4: Somebody tell the Wizards that he already got drafted. Yeah. <laughs> it's So, Avdia scores 43. By the way, it's like a Gentile scoring 93. Like, that's how close this was to the record. Um, and <laughs> since, <laughs> since I bring up Wynn Banyama, we're going to have Drew Dintzik here momentarily. Drew Dintzik from uh, the Deep Dive and, of course, NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast. I have a host of NBA questions for him about pricing in the postseason. But one of the things is, I feel like, Kelly, this defense, like, of all the awards in the NBA – the one that everybody is unwilling to talk about, and I will force this conversation with Drew, is about Defensive Player of the Year. Because everybody's like, it's Rudy Gobert, and it's over, and that's all there is to it. And he's minus 800, done. Set. No one wants to even have a conversation about it. Mike Manasano, who won the uh, first booby prize at Circa, and I have been talking about this more than for the two weeks I was gone, but for, for a month or two now. And we both have Wem Banyama, defense Player of the Year tickets. Let me be full disclosure about that. He's got more boards. I mean, excuse me. He's got more blocks. He's got more steals. He's doing it in less minutes. Gobert has more, a couple more rebounds, but in more time per game. What are we, why? Is, so are we just saying this is a team award and that's that? That's what we're saying, it right? It factors
5: in, yes. It factors in.
4: Forget factors. That's all it is. Because if we put Wemba Nyama on the T Wolves and we put Gobert on the Spurs, would Wimbanyama be minus 800? No, he would be minus a bajillion. And so it's a team award. Let's just admit it. It's a team award. Okay, there we go. That's all I, I wanted. It's
5: part. Yeah, it's partially a team award. Okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the Timberwolves' defense though, would be as good, like personally. He wouldn't play the same kind of minutes. He's a rookie.
4: Okay, well, that's a nice caveat to it. I'll give you that.
5: But, like, I'm, just, I think there's, but I'm just saying,
4: the, from there's a betting the give market... give and take
5: with the minutes thing, right? From a
4: betting market standpoint, though it would be that much greater for Wimbush. Yeah,
5: you can throw it at Drew, though, because I really do yeah. Th- That's about as b- the best uh, the best uh, retort, I guess, I have, like, or argument I, like, I have. I for like Lingo when Bear. you retort. But uh, I did this to Drew last week, too, where I was like, Drew, people keep asking me about six-man-of-the-year market, and I have no freaking clue, so I'm going to ask you about it.
4: Are you worried about your most improved player on I mean, Maxie? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought about you for part of that. I was like, oh, no. And this
5: is like the classic, like, this is like the golf outright where you have, like, a three-stroke lead, but then there's four guys tied, like, you know, three-strokes back. So, you don't really have, like, a way to hedge. Like, there's not, like, a... Right. Like, I have 20-21, I think, on on Maxi from preseason. Like, it's it's, it's been the bet all year long, and you're like, okay... This might be the time to, you know, if there was a no price out there, if someone was hanging a no price, I'd probably buy off some of it because I'm a little, yes, worried about it actually getting home. But no, I don't really have that option. So let's go,
4: Maxi. T-Wolves having to play the Spurs tonight, by the way. Back to Manyama and uh, Goubert. Yeah, T-Wolves, 13-point yeah, favorites in Minnesota. All right. Uh, we're also going to have Maddie Cox on from Three Man Weave after Drew. Uh, we'll talk NBA with Drew. We'll also uh, – but then go into college basketball. So I wanted, before we got to him, and we want to talk about this running back free agency glut in the NFL, which to me is always an entree to talk NFL economics. It's insane. I'm going to go the other way, man. Okay. But we'll talk about that because I think it's an interesting conversation. Um, But let me get in the college basketball formula before we get to Matty Cox. Let's do it. I I said it like we were going to have a big intro, but we we don't have an intro. (laughs) Um, For those who are unfamiliar with this, everybody does a formula now, but uh, we've done it for years and years and years, not only on this show, A Numbers Game, but also in podcast form, uh, beating the book and betting dork before that. Uh, This is a tried and true college basketball formula, which has isolated with rare, the rarest of exception, the eventual national champion in college basketball once we get through March Madness. Again, six points. Last 33 champs had more assists than turnovers. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. 32 of the last 33 champs had a head coach with Sweet 16 experience prior to that tournament. The only exception. To not have a team, to not have coached a team to the Sweet 16 prior to the year in which they won the national championship, you know it, Kelly. 2014 UConn Huskies, Kevin Olley, that was the Shabazz Napier-led Huskies team, not the Campbell Walker one back in 2014. 27 of the last 28 champs went to the tournament with at least three wins versus teams in the top 10% of RPI. That's how long we've been doing this, that we still talk RPI in this thing, so we remain consistent. The only exception, 2014 UConn Huskies. Last 28 champs had a top 75 strength of schedule. That's had a big effect on knocking out some teams from this. 20 of the last 21 champs were in the top 20 in adjusted offensive efficiency at Ken Baum. The only exception, the 2014 UConn Huskies. They busted this formula. Number 39 that year in adjusted offensive efficiency. The only other, like, just tick of an exception... Was twenty of the twenty-one champs were in the top twenty in adjusted defensive efficiency at Ken Palm? The only exception to that, Baylor in twenty twenty-one did finish twenty-second. So really, it's the twenty fourteen UConn Huskies with that one Baylor side note. Uh, the only of those six criteria, the only two that are allowed to be adjustable during the tournament itself are the Ken Palm efficiencies. So what does that mean? Of the teams in college hoops right now, who Currently qualifies who are just on the outside looking in. Would you like to start with the outside looking in, Kelly? Sure. do that. Kelly Bidlin.
5: Outside looking in. What do we got?
4: Have you met my friend Kelly Bidlin, everybody? <laughs> outside looking in. Purdue. They're sick of me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Purdue, second in offensive efficiency, 21st in defensive efficiency. By the way, we're going to go team by team with Matt Cox later from Three Man Weave. And I just wanted the answer to one question. Can they win the national championship, in your opinion? Can they not? Okay. Purdue, right now, just on the cusp, outside looking in on defensive efficiency. Tennessee's the same thing reversed 21st in offensive adjusted efficiency, uh, second in defense. So Tennessee and Purdue, literally hey, on the doorstep. I didn't
5: know their defense was that good.
4: UNC, 25 and 7 in Kempom, so they're on the outside looking in. Duke is eliminated, forget their Kempom. They're eliminated because John Shire, very leaflet like segment we're having here. John Shire, no Sweet Sixteen
5: experience, hates fans. Also,
4: <laughs> hates fans. I hope you got to storm the court in your day because it's never happening again, Kelly. <laughs> oh, I I hate it. Creighton, you're you pro court storming. No, I'm the old yeah. man. I'm the old man. Yeah.
5: Matt Brown, and I did a full old man get off my lawn <laughs> with that yesterday, <laughs> where I'm like this. Sorry, like I I love I I want to root for fun. This has always bothered me, though. Yeah, and They
4: ran into Caitlin. That was a problem. It, yes, yeah, that was a problem
5: for me, too. Yeah. Yes, they
4: ran into Caitlin. Creighton uh, is eliminated because they have not beaten three teams in the top 10% of RPI. They have one more shot at it. They're taking on Marquette here down the stretch. That's their bugaboo in this.
5: So Defense just outside as well, 22nd. Yeah,
4: but Duke and Creighton are effectively eliminated. Duke for it is eliminated no matter what because of Shire not having gone to the Sweet 16 by this formula. Creighton will be if they don't beat Marquette. Uh, Marquette is the other team on the outside looking in 24th and 12th, offensive and defensive. Now, here are the four teams that do qualify. No surprise to anyone. Houston, UConn, Arizona, Auburn. Houston, UConn, Arizona, and Auburn. UConn, the defending champs, 19th, it should be mentioned, in defensive efficiency. Most people who I respect who watch college basketball every night, they think it's UConn's to lose again. Uh, Houston 16th and first offense and defense in terms of camp bomb efficiency. Arizona sixth and 13th offense and defense, and Auburn 15th and sixth. They qualify those four teams in every other category as well. So Houston, UConn, Arizona, and Auburn will go through a team by team with Matt Cox from Three Man Weave we'll a little later on. But first, we'll talk to Drew Dinsick. Want to get into a whole bunch of NBA topics, including how do you price the Phoenix Suns? Once the postseason begins, once the playoffs begin, what do you do with that team? Is it sort of a Brooklyn Nets, KD Harden, Kyrie situation? Will there be betting opportunities, or have the Suns fallen off a cliff so much here in the short term that we won't have a betting opportunity? That and thoughts on other teams as well, including the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's a numbers game at Veasan, the sports betting network.
0: No purchase necessary. Void We're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was
1: 20 years ago today. We had a big fair of the land, it was called Maladens, was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. I said, "What Sergeant and pepper?"
2: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs: Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude, and McCartney's favorite song in his entire catalog: Here, There, and Everywhere. Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people— From the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless. From the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Numbers game on VSINT, the sports betting network. Baseball is back, and what better way to hit off the grapefruit and cactus leagues than with VSINT's free MLB betting primer? Love it. This primer will tell you how to bet on spring training, continue all season long with our VSINT experts' World Series futures analysis. Our free MLB betting primer has basic baseball betting advice for those new to betting MLB, plus a breakdown on how to use Saber Metrics for more data driven bettors to make this your best season yet. Bet the MLB smarter this year. Download the free MLB betting primer now for free at vsin.com slash guide. That's V-S-I-N dot slash guide. It doesn't say Adam Burke uh, necessarily on that, but I'm going to guess, Kelly. I'm going to lay minus a bajillion. It's a lot of Adam Burke. That It's a lot of Adam Burke. And, and <laughs> Great let me, stuff. And let me just say this again. I used to do baseball manifestos. I used to do them with Dr. Bob. I used to do them here in the early days of vsin. And I thought mine were thorough. Adam Burks make mine look like a haiku.
5: Yes. Like, uh,
4: his are fantastic.
5: Everything he does uh, with baseball, especially baseball, though. I mean, college basketball, yes, but baseball, like, the extreme detail that he puts into all of this stuff, it's not matched anywhere. Not matched.
4: Uh, This gentleman is unmatched as well. He is the host of not one, but two podcasts. There is uh, Dinsick Classic, which, of course, is the deep dive with his buddy Andy Molitor, and NBC Sports' Bet the Edge, where he does a great job as well. It's Drew Densic, everybody, at whale underscore capper on Twitter. How you doing, man?
6: I'm doing great. Uh it's uh I love love it when you get to wake up in the morning and get compared to the great Adam Burke. Uh great way to start the day. I appreciate it. And uh, great to see you back. Hope your vacation Thanks, was a, was a smashing success. It was. Um, I yeah I'm sure I I, I didn't <laughs> even ask because I kind of you know, that was that was that was, that was the minus five thousand favorite. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, uh it was a it was a fun couple weeks uh uh with some of the fill in hosts, but uh, great to see you back.
4: Well thank you. It was a smashing success. I have a I have one question before we dive into the NBA, which is we had two weeks now. Are you where where is on a scale from I'm completely over it to um, no, I'll never be over it. Where do you how do you feel about Joe Flacco having one comeback player of the year?
6: I thought we were going Super Bowl. I, I have not even begun to process what in the world happened there and how. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, five weeks of mediocre quarterback play, including uh, you know a, a midweek holiday, thrashing of the New York jets is enough to win you comeback player of the year over a guy who came back to life. Okay. Um, unbelievable. Uh, really, 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 really tough, uh, trying to rationalize that one. And I, I think, uh, you know, like the, the first step you go through is, well, if it was, if people were just going to leave Hamlin off ballot, like surely there was a better candidate than Flacco and Baker Mayfield. What, what happened there? Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, a uh, that one's going to be uh, tough to, uh, to, you know, kind of really rationalized with and I guess like, shame on anyone and myself included for getting involved in a market like comeback player of the year where the definition of the award is so um you know up to the voter yeah. you know like there's there's just there's there's no clear and obvious uh direction for the award they should probably just get rid of it but uh all that said uh you know I'm, i'd rather they open markets for more awards like i don't know why we can't bet on walter payton man of the year or you know the fedex air ground player of the year like it would be fun to have more awards to bet on but uh that the same time uh, I don't think a lot of thought went into giving Flacco that award and it was pretty frustrating because like you know just the betting and the you know the the dollars aside um like what Demar Hanlon did was pretty unbelievable the amount of kind of physical and mental uh you know oh, uh, yeah. uh mountain he had to climb to get back on the football field sure. it's yeah. is really 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 tough to wrap my head around and then to you know not be acknowledged and you know see you know joe flacco who effectively came back from being you know too bad of a player the previous year to be on a roster Like that's, it's not, it's just not the same. It's not in the same ballpark. And I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm lost on that one. I'm glad you're over it. Drew.
5: Guys, Joe Flacco was was eating chips on his couch, had to go all the way outside to throw a football around with his brother. Okay. Like it took a lot of work for him to return to the NFL. How dare you? How dare you guys? Yeah, oh so. <laughs> silly!
4: It's ridiculous. Well, the good news is Aaron Schatz did tell us that he thinks there might there is a groundswell that they will define that award next year. So we'll see. All right, let's talk NBA. I want to start probably not in the logical place, not at the top, but I want to start with the Phoenix Suns because in mm. many ways they're the most interesting in terms of because we're we're not quite at the quarter pole in the NBA regular season, but as we can project towards the postseason as best as we can, because the Suns are in this glut, right, in this tier in the middle of the Western Conference playoff race where they could end up as a play-in team. They could end up, you know, as a playoff team and not have to go through the play-in. But at some point, they're going to play the teams at the top, let's say. Let's just go with the exercise. How do you price this team, given that we haven't seen the big three play together in volume? Uh, And then given the other part that would, it's sort of, Makes us think about the Brooklyn Nets big three that also included KD just a year ago, right?
6: That's a it's a perfectly uh, fair uh, analog. And um, I, right now, I'm actually uh, kind of decently staked on uh, Suns to miss the playoffs. Um, I think it wow. is very well within the scope of possible. And like, here's here's the only reason I'm really doing it is because we had a situation in the second round of the playoffs last year where the suns were road favorites in this to win the series against the nuggets in round two and it didn't make sense uh like the amount of respect that the market gives uh you know a team like the suns who are in my opinion fatally flawed defensively uh, and who are just in general talent poor outside of the top players um they still get enormous amount of respect in the series market in the futures market because of having kd who people look at well he's the best player in the series so we got to actually give them you know realistic consideration to win here well we're kind of out of that phase in my opinion of nfl excuse me of nba playoff series being determined by the best player like you know these teams that are good that are winning that they're so complete and they have so many different ways they can hurt you offensively uh and yes as you go deeper into a series it's it becomes more of an isolation game. Yes, as you go uh you know deeper into the playoffs and you know teams are, are scouting you more effectively and having the answers more quickly in the series than you know having a guy like KD who can create an unstoppable shot at the end of a series at the end of a game that matters. Sure. If you're even there, but I don't know that the Suns are ever going to be there because they just have some pretty clear and obvious flaws. And we haven't even gotten to the point that their schedule between now and the end of the season is an absolute murderer's row. Hardest in the league. Hardest in the league. league And not, you know, and, and like sometimes hardest in the league is like a point or two harder. Than the next hardest. This is like yes. they are cl- they are well clear of number two here. They're going to be number one with a bullet for like the entire month of March. They got two games against the Celtics, two against the Thunder, two against the Timberwolves, two against the Nuggets. Like, and I don't know if you've been watching. Uh, any you of know, Thunder, uh, Timberwolves, or Nuggets basketball, but these teams all care a lot. Like they are trying hard to win uh, and get that one seed in the West now. So the likelihood that you're going to catch any of those guys, uh, you know, with the night where they're taking off, I think is pretty low. Um, and so you're going to have a number of games where you're not at you're at a disadvantage, and you uh, we already know you're at a disadvantage talent wise. That uh, they're going to need some luck to get you know anything uh, close to a top six seed in a West where you know, Pelicans aren't going anywhere. Uh, the you know, Mavericks aren't going anywhere. Uh, the, uh, the Kings seem to you know, have a couple of flubs like last night, obviously. Uh, but still are, you know, a team that plays winning basketball and has a much easier schedule than you. Uh, and you know, I think you're probably going to be in that mix with the Lakers and the Warriors for the seven and eight seed. And if you're going to tell me that the Suns are that likely to win a one V one against both the Lakers and the Warriors back to back, I I don't know. I kind of want to call BS. I I just think this is a team that has too many flaws and the Bradley Beal move was, you know, it was kind of, a fine by low, I thought, at the time. Beale had that no trade clause, which made it impossible for really any other team to get him. Um, but he's clearly not healthy. Like, he has got some serious issues going on health-wise now that may need an entire offseason before he's ever right. So I would not hold your breath and hope that, uh, you know, the savior of Bradley Beal coming uh, is uh, going to mean much to the Suns team. And, you know, like I said, the Suns issues kind of come more with uh, players four through Seven anyway, and uh, and then structurally, with just their point of attack defense being a huge question mark. So okay, so um, but yeah, we'll, count me out on the Suns.
4: Not 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 to interrupt though, but okay, because you have them to miss. By the way, what price do you have them to miss? Mind it? What did you take? Uh,
6: I think my my average in is like plus two eighty.
4: Plus two eighty. Okay, but let's say hypothetically they get in, yeah, and let's yeah. say uh, let's say it's a first round. It could be a second round match. Let's say it's a first round yeah. matchup. Let's say it's the seven seeded. You know, the seventh seed Suns. Uh, Against the number two seeded Thunder, or what is that price going to be on that series? Like, I just want something that we can—it's going to be be wrong, wrong, right? Yeah, and that's the point. I want to know something we can exploit because it's going to be way off, right?
6: Yeah. Well, actually, and I thank you for taking it back here. So I was looking at my chops when the Suns were kind of in the five and I'm like, oh, man, they're going to get a great matchup where they're going to be clearly the worst team in round one. And we're going to be able to just bombs away against them. And then I'm like, wait, well, what if they what if they fly? What if they slide into the playoff? What if they slide out of the playoffs? Like some of my some of my betting no is panic move that we may not get another opportunity to fade these guys.
4: Very interesting, because I think, yeah, I mean one of weren't they like a favorite over somebody last year that they should have yeah, been like, the, yeah, yeah. Nuggets, nonsense. The nugget, absolute right. nonsense on the road alright we'll <laughs> see if that happens again we'll see if they even get there uh, more on the NBA with Drew Dinsick it's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network
6: a numbers game on VSIN, the
4: sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with the VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription today and get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical price of $240. Just use promo code ANG. What's the promo code, Kelly? What is it again?
5: ANG, as in a numbers game. It's been a couple weeks. Get VSIN
4: Pro access to everything we do for an entire year, including our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting's supposed to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems premium analysis 24 7 video access plus our upcoming march madness betting guide with best bets for every game and round of the tournament remember to use promo code ang oh i botched it that's what you're supposed to do it. get your first year of visa and pro access for only 199 dollars. again promo code ang sign up today at visa.com slash subscribe
5: if you sign up today i'll dm you a uh, picture of drew zinzik with short hair Will you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. What year would that be? I have no idea. I'm guessing. Who knows? It could have been. Long. It could be long for twenty something years. I don't. Have no idea. Sure. When did you decide to go long on this?
6: Uh, during the pandemic when I couldn't get a haircut, that's what it was? <laughs> that's
5: so Really, all it was.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. There's, a, I, I didn't have it like, like, like I didn't have like the Kelly Bidlin like, uh, sh, you know, short, buzz short. the sides, uh, short, short. That, you yeah, know, yeah, but going back into my twenties, I was, I was, uh, a short, short hair. But, uh, um, no, I think, uh, yeah, really and truly, uh, hair, hair started growing out during the pandemic. My wife was like, man, this looks great. And I'm like, why didn't
4: you tell me to do this sooner?
6: Uh, <laughs> and the rest is history. You better stop making those
4: promises because people are gonna. Start calling you on it. It's like, where's the picture of Drew? Uh, before we before we get off the uh, Phoenix uh, discussion, what would your like if the, if the series happened today? What's your fair price on it?
6: Yeah. Th- thank you for bringing this back up because I got to correct the record. I said 280. I thought was my average in. I actually in at 380 and it's a stake that's a lot smaller than I thought. So I have a very, very small stake at 380 on the Suns to miss the playoffs. And it was a panic stake because I was I'm nervous that we're not going to get to fade them in the playoffs. My fair in a series between the Thunder and the Suns would be like almost like it would be absurd i'm at thunder minus 220 and i'm thinking you're gonna get a price that's closer to like a pick them and people are gonna be like can't wait to fade the thunder round one and yeah. I'm be like well i'm gonna lose a lot of money on these kids because i have them as much better than the suns right now yeah
4: what, what are the teams that you have the most off market either to
6: the positive or to the negative by your well, for game for game by game stuff I'm not off on the thunder by much but when yeah. you kind of then turn that into a, hey let's take this rating and let's make it a playoff series price that's when you I to get totally divorced from Uh, The futures market on these guys like the Thunder being eight to one to win the Western Conference when the Clippers are 250 and the Nuggets are 250 is is Kind of insane. Yeah, like that implies a meaningful difference in how you rate those teams and like as far as a regular season rating goes Like I have very little difference between the Thunder Nuggets Clippers Uh, I had the Thunder at minus two and a half against the Clippers coming out of the break Um, And the game line was minus two so it wasn't far off, but I know I'm high on the Clippers So I bet the Thunder that day Um, and ultimately I think, you you know, you have a very, very clear signal that the Thunder are going to continue to press and win in this regular season stretch here. And, um, yeah, if you want to doubt them, go for it. Um, but uh, I'm excited to bet them in the playoffs considering you, you're going to get a matchup against the team like the Suns or the Lakers or the Warriors uh, and you're going to get a, a, a you know there's going to be a premium on the the star player on the other team uh, pushing you know and, and in general people excited to fade the thunder in their first ever playoff run and like okay yeah maybe like if the, the 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 inexperience will matter at some point for the thunder in the playoffs don't get me wrong like I'm not like this team's clearly gonna win the title like no they're probably not like they're going to stumble they're going to stub their toe at some point like they're extremely talented and like the, the the early early series uh answers to the questions are all there for them right now the way that they're playing their the, their defense by the way if you haven't been paying attention top five in the nba the, the thunder and the celtics right now are the only two teams with the top five offense and defense and it's not fluky the defense for the thunder is um it's phenomenally challenging for teams to solve and so it will take any team to ultimately oust them in the playoffs is going to take six, seven games because you're going to have to solve exactly how to, uh, you know, to get your offense going against a, a very long switchable defense with a very good point of attack defender and Lou Dort. So it's, uh, it's going to be tough for a team to oust these guys. Um, that said, you know, Dagonell has never gone through this before. And, uh, you have a lot of young players who have a potential to kind of, you know, lose it a little bit in the moment. Um, and you have some vets like Lou Dort who could shoot you out of a game if they decide, Hey, I'm the guy with the experience. I need to be taking 10 shots tonight, right? Like there's, there's definitely some of that that could come around. Um, and there's some of the, the. Uh, You know, the set pieces and the game stuff that you've seen already this season where you've been like, wow, really, that's that's your best option. That's going to be a problem in the playoffs. So, you know, the Thunder are are slightly flawed team, but not fatally flawed like the likes of the Suns.
5: Andrew, over under one and a half awards, the uh, the uh, Thunder bring home.
6: (sighs) I'm going over right now. Uh, I think Daganow is pretty much a wrap. And then one other award coming from the likes of MVP is would be the most likely. Uh, you know, Jalen Williams stealing most improved is, is on the table. Uh, and, uh, I doubt, uh, they're going to get anyone in the mix for a defensive player or a rookie right now. Those two seem to be pretty fairly uh, well decided. Um, but, uh, you never know with, uh, you know, how clutch player of the year breaks, but, um, you know, the half is saying that there's going to be more than a 50% chance that, that, uh, Shay wins MVP or Jalen steals MIP. And I think that's uh, that's a bet to the yes.
4: Okay, rapid fire, Drew. Got a bunch here. Uh, last year's finalists, the Heat in the East, the Nuggets obviously defending champions in the West. To what degree is either or both teams playing possum here? And is it enough for you to want to trigger a bet on either in any way?
6: It, the Nuggets seem to be, you know, have a little bit less of the um, uh stink on them <laughs> that the heat do the heat don't, don't seem to be playing possum to me they seem to be uh, a little bit in trouble um the nuggets i don't think are in trouble at all uh and i think the swoon that you saw from them on the way into the all-star break they they pretty clearly came out of the break with purpose uh they're playing very good basketball um and i think ultimately uh you know the Nuggets have to be very very considered very very likely to to repeat here um the nuggets are almost i I guess Really, the entire finals breakdown comes to like, can anyone realistically challenge the Celtics in the East? And if you think that answer is no, which at this point in time, I am kind of in that camp, uh, then all of the futures market is trying to figure out, well, who among these teams in the West has the, the the greatest likelihood of getting there? And then how does that team match up with the Celtics? And I think the Nuggets match up with the Celtics fairly well. Like there's definitely nobody uh, who can realistically you know match up with uh, Jokic in that one. So the Celtics are just going to have to outscore them. Uh, which is possible if Michael Porter Jr. is not playing good basketball. If if uh, Murray is, you know, is, is in any way a step slow, uh, if they're worn from, you know, having to go through a much tougher Western ta- conference path than the Celtics, then, uh, you know, it may not be worthy uh, getting involved in any, of you know, in the, in that price at five to one. But um, I do think the Nuggets are a problem. I would put them in the top tier of, of teams to win the uh, NBA finals. And uh, for me, at least right now, the Heat, they kind of f- fill a role of, could they shock a two or a three seed as the six or seven? Absolutely. Uh, but do I think they have another run in them to the finals? I would say very unlikely.
4: Boy, that'll that'll be awkward if that happens again, if they start upsetting teams in the playoffs. All right. Really rapid fire now, Drew. Come on now. Uh, sure. Favorite division bet that's out there? Favorite make-miss playoffs, if you have either of those?
6: Yeah. Uh, division bet is the... The uh, Magic to win the Southeast, their schedule is substantially easier than the Heat between now. Uh, actually, not really substantially easier than the Heat, but it's the easiest in the NBA. Uh, and realistically, I think uh, even though they don't hold the tiebreaker against the the Heat, the uh, the Magic can still get that uh, across the finish line. Uh, and then make Miss playoffs. Um, I think those markets are pretty fairly priced other than the Suns potentially falling out because of their difficult schedule. So I'll stick with the uh, Suns in the uh, plus. I think that's like in the plus 350 range right now. Yep. Uh, and I still think that's a fair play
4: bets you've made in the NBA tonight?
6: Ooh, uh, I bet the Pels at two and a half. That's up to three and a half, which I think is speculation that there's going to be some New York Knicks who get the night off. Uh, likely to see Zion Williamson, uh, that total is kind of worth zeroing in on 219 is awfully low for a team in the, uh, in the Pelicans who are missing their two point of attack defenders and, uh, Dyson and Alvarado. So, uh, that one's going to be a higher scoring affair. I like the over in that one better than I like lane three and a half. Now that it's moved, uh, I played the four and a half with the, um, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Mavs. Uh, Tricky handicap there, but uh, Cavaliers look to have kind of snapped a little bit out of the funk uh, that they, the cold water of the all-star breakthrough on them. Uh, And I think they match up well against the Dallas team right now and uh, should be able to win that one with margin. Uh, And then maybe the most interesting handicap of the night is Jazz uh, versus the Hawks, Hawks without Trey Young. Uh, getting a little respect still, uh, I don't buy that at all. I think the uh, the Jazz win that game. I played them on the money line plus money.
4: All right, 30 seconds, last 30 seconds. I mentioned this to Kelly earlier. This might turn out to be my crusade here. Defensive player of the year, which is the award market no one wants to talk about. They're like, it's Gobert, it's over. Ooh, can we just admit it's a team award? Because if you put <laughs> Wimbanyama on the Wolves and you put sure. Gobert on the Spurs, isn't Wimbanyama a, a, Wimbanyama a bajillion? Like minus yeah. a bajillion? Way greater than Gobert is, right?
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think uh, it's a team award in that uh, if you have a team, first of all, you're not winning the award unless your team defense is top five. Period. End of story. That has ruled out other good candidates in years past. Uh, The fact that the Wolves are number one and that they are number one with huge margin uh, is really what makes that a a done deal for Rudy Gobert because
4: when banyama man
6: just based on it's the numbers good. yeah
4: uh indian wells podcast beating the book a week from today drew i look forward to it my man
6: yes cannot wait best of luck guys thank
4: you drew drew dinsick everybody the best at whale underscore capper deep dive and of course nbc sports bet the edge we'll talk college hoops next
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career.
5: It was 20 years
1: ago today. We had a big bear of a man. It was called Maladins. It was our roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper.
2: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there, and everywhere. Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, From the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic, I love talking to leaders, artists, authors and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Numbers game on Vsin, the sports
4: betting network. This week on DraftKings sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN. That's V S I N when you sign up. DraftKings sportsbook, the crown is yours, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. I feel like there's a whole bunch more NBA stuff we couldn't even get into with Drew because the time ran out, but got all week, buddy. It's well, here's the thing, yeah, we will we'll get into it, but cuz I want to talk about the Bucks. Because you seem—we were talking off air—you seem to think they're not going to be a thing. Um, but the it's February, so obviously there's still like you know we always shift at some point here into March Madness is going to be obviously the biggest thing we're going to be excited about, and then there's going to be you know multiple things before the NBA playoffs actually kick in. But I don't remember. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. The Western Conference NBA playoffs could be the greatest thing ever in oh. terms of a a conference's
5: postseason. They're gonna be sick. I think that we're I think we're in for one of the greatest MVP races we've had yep. for in a while down in the stretch here. Like I think I think there are four guys that could legit win it and four guys that, that stand a chance to win this. So you think beyond Shea and Jokic, you think Luca could win it and and Yannis I still think there's
4: it. pass for those guys to win it. Would you recommend bets on them since they're longer?
5: Um, we could talk another, yeah, we, could we could talk, talk another, another time, day. but we'll th- it's, 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 that's part of yeah. the craziness though of how much those have Correct. changed. Those change day to day with those guys.
4: We get tweets at the the book, Wegg's pool. You are a cruel man, Gil. I think that was about the sushi at the beginning of the show. Uh, Kane, Kay Browskowski. Did anyone else picture Gil walking in the studio like a WWE wrestler from the early 2000s attitude era? Jamie Leva. Good to see the dynamic duo back together. Well played sushi bit. Thank you. Uh, LFC title records. Welcome back, young Gil. While you were gone, Liverpool won another trophy, which means I had to update my profile pick. Jesse Welch. Welcome. Very aggressive. Welcome the blank back, he said, Gilly. Thank you very much, Jesse. Uh, Jason H11. Gilly's back. Have any good sushi while you're on vacation? Larry Fresh. Welcome back, Gil. Best way to come back, giving out sushi for those who missed it, is... And Sean Fox plays, it's a Wizards thing to tank when experts agree that this next draft is devoid of superstar potential, as you said, Kwame Brown 2.0. You know what's Please, really? someone tell him it's not Wimbanyama this year. You know what's
5: really funny about this? Matt and, and, and Cox might know a little bit more than me, too. Of, of how many, like, French prospects there are in this year's draft that are going to be, like, first-round picks. Like, we made a big deal about Victor Wimbanyama. And, Ball. cool, Bali went last year, too. But, like, there's going to be, like, four French guys drafted in the first round. But none of them are Victor Wimpenyawa.
4: How about the uh, two best defensive players in the league are both Frenchmen? There you go. There you go. Maybe we don't do a good job, good enough job of coaching that up here in the old states. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some college hoops. He is one of the three-man weavers. He is, I'd like to say, he feels like he's the the George Washington of the group. It's Matt Cox, everybody.
7: How you doing, Matty Cox? Because I... So I, I'm the founder. Well, I, so I technically am the founder. Yes. We have some uh, disputes over our our founding history, oh, but, but I believe firmly you? that I was the the ultimate founding fight. Yes, I am the glue that brought this whole thing together. Oh, so.
4: who is who is it, Kai or Jim, who dispute that account the most? I want to know. Oh, they both do. Oh, they, they
7: both do. do. And other other fans also do as well. There's really no uh, there's no good paper trail to fact check my claim, but um, but I, I have boisterously you know spewed that out there, and I'm going to stick to it. So you know, have fun refuting it.
4: Can't you don't really no you, you don't really hear the word boisterous used that often, <laughs> but we got it. On the show.
5: Mm. I, I feel mm. like Kai would be the cool, the coolest with letting it go Me too. I can see Matt and, Jay, and oh, Jim getting totally. into it about this. Yeah, James Patrick Groot uh, yeah. yeah, doesn't let that, that. let that go. He don't let that go. All right,
4: mm. earlier I did the college basketball formula. I know you guys. I've told you guys have one too. Now as well. And I want to go. We we've done the coach by coach thing. Uh Trust not trust. Let's just do these teams now. Team by team. Who do you legitimately not? You can give your explanation. Let's keep them to 30 seconds or less. You can give your explanation as to whether or not you think these teams can either win the national championship or not. Um, If you want to do like a little Final Four hedge in there, you're welcome to. Let's just go through these one by one. Can they actually win it all for those looking to bet futures here? Which, by the way, in late February, you can still get great numbers on some of these teams. Okay. Yep. Marquette. Yes. Hard yes. Hard yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creighton. Yes. Apparently not quite as hard, though. Duke.
7: Yes. Inflection point at the end. Yes, but yes. See already already
4: you're letting too many teams have a possibility here. <laughs> right, know, already, this is free so, free for all. He's just a pretty good Got ball three
7: in. like my favorite future uh, values. That's actually okay. yeah, a Great start, three-headed monster. To oh, okay. The so you like a you yeah, like yeah. a bet on on one or some of those. I have futures on all three, albeit at worse prices than yeah. now. I took too many pre-flop preseason. I think like, to your point you just made, now is a good time to bet futures in season. Yes. Don't overbet in the summer. I think that was my big learning from this uh this this calendar year.
4: Of the ones I just mentioned, Duke Creighton and Marquette, Marquette the shortest of the bunch at twenty two to yep. one over at DraftKings. Uh Carolina. Don't trust. No. Don't trust. What don't you trust about?
7: Uh, their D's been better, but still think it's propped up by no one making shots against them. Um, and I don't trust their bench enough either. And Hubert Davis is the final cherry on top, even though he wants the championship once. I think it was a fluke. So I'm selling that. Mostly Hubert Davis.
4: Oh, does not like Hubert, Hubert Davis. You're consistent on that. Tennessee.
7: No, don't trust. Rick Barnes' resume speaks for itself. I know they're better, they're different this year, but still don't trust that uh, that offense against a coach that can mix and match defenses, that can throw some different curveballs at them in a tournament, short turnaround setting. So, right. no, don't trust.
4: Here's where it gets ugly. Purdue. Yeah, I do. I'm in this year. You know, my my bu- a little better my buddy Wish Jones. Yeah, yeah. my buddy. My buddy Todd Wishnev. Here was his take on them. He goes, the players around Edie just aren't that special. And Edie, and and you know this if you just anecdotally watch Purdue, right? If you don't even watch every one of their games, if it's a tight game, sometimes Edie makes his free throws, and then other times he just doesn't, right? Like, I think that... Yeah, I know, but yeah. Okay. It's
7: still 72%, 73% in the Nip and Tuck game, and uh, again, I think Lance Jones has been like that key X factor that they didn't have last year. I think he can make some key plays and and be more than just a guy, as sometimes we see Brayden Smith and Foster Witter sort of, you know be disappear, be thwarted by athletes. But Lance Jones is a key piece of that team.
4: Okay. Auburn.
7: Yes, trust in on Mr. Pearl. this recipe.
4: Arizona.
7: Yes, but I think you had the right point when you called me out for not trusting Tommy Lloyd last time we spoke. I'm starting to come around to your side of the aisle. I still remain committed. I think they're good enough to win it
4: all. Yeah. You know what's funny is that that was the one coach that I actually got uh, pushback on. They're like, you got Tommy Lloyd wrong. He's actually good. That's what I was getting from from some folks. Um, UConn, clearly, right? They're the team. Are they the team yes. to beat? Let's put it that way with them.
7: Um, yes. I still think it's a three-horse race between them, Purdue and Houston. I don't think any one of those three has separated themselves above the uh, from the other two. Okay. So I think they're all in the same
4: tier. Houston was my last one that I was gonna I was gonna ask. So yeah. you obviously just answered that. Okay. So UConn, Houston, and Purdue for you. Is there a team mm-hmm. I did not mention that you think legitimately could get through a gauntlet and win it all?
7: Man, there's a lot of teams that can make runs, but but I think outside of those, no, I really don't. I, I think it's a pretty short list that can win it all. But I think there's a long list that can make a second weekend, third weekend
4: run. It fe- um, it does feel like that kind of year, doesn't it?
7: I'll, I'll throw in Illinois. Can I give you Illinois? Maybe okay. I, as the one that I think has crept up into fringe, knocking on top five door, but man, they can't. You know, every team outside of that group you just talked about, there's a pretty glaring flaw. I think Illinois can't protect the rim consistently. That's their glaring flaw. I still think they have a really high ceiling, a high
4: gear. I have three bets. I trust. I have three bets. I have UConn to make the final four at plus one eighty, which I feel great about. Um mm-hmm. but I have Alabama to win it all, and they just play no defense and they can't correct it. And then there's BYU. They- have you ever seen a team this like with so many injuries in college hoops? Like they can never no, stay in
7: Yeah. No, I know. And they're deep. It's why you Mark Pope credit they're still playing really well without with all those line of injuries. I worry about their home court. You know they don't play at the Marriott Center, you yeah. in the tournament, uh-huh. and it'll be seen these like Mountain West teams, a little bit inflated in the metrics because they beat teams by thirty on their home floor. You get them outside, not as not as uh, invincible. Um, but I I like your Alabama team. I think their defense is better than you think. I think give it give it some time. They can guard well enough with the with how well they scored. I kind of like your Bama angle there as well.
5: Okay,
4: yeah, the BYU home road Trust split it. home road split thing is an, is an interesting thing also. All right, tonight college hoops. You got a couple plays. What do you like?
7: Yeah, just two. Um, market's been active per usual. My goodness, but uh, I like Ohio. I'm the only person on the planet that bets Ohio every game. Seems <laughs> like they cover by a half point or a every point every game. So maybe I'm game. the. Yeah. Maybe I have the horseshoe or the sun don't shine. But I think at home against Akron, a hype spot, better backcourt, uh, coach I trust a little more. With apologies to John Gross fans out there, I think Jeff Bowles is terrific. Uh, I think they're just the better team. So I'm getting a pretty good value there as a pick'em minus one at home. And then uh, I'm back in the Bonnies up there in Olean, upstate New York tonight, catching a red-hot Loyola Rambler team. Numbers too short for a team that matches up well, has the size up front to combat what the blurs bring to bear in the front line. Just feels like a vintage Mark Schmidt, big spot, got to have it at home. Again, just a, a price a little too short for where my numbers have it, closer to five and a half, six.
4: All right, Matt, you'll always be the founder of Three Man Weave to me, and I appreciate your appearance, sir. Thank you i underscore
7: that every time you bring us on. Thank you, Gil. God
4: bless you both. Every time. To the others as well. <laughs> Jim, you know you're not the founder of this whole thing? Uh, at 3MW <laughs> underscore CBB, at Maddie underscore Cox for Matt specifically. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. We'll come, Thank you, boys. We'll come back. Uh, this glut of free agent running backs in the NFL is something to behold. We'll talk about that. Eric Eager will join us from the Combine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What's he? He's got a stopwatch with him. Is he doing <laughs> Maybe, this? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll find out about that. We don't have any props of yet, though, do we? We'll talk to him. It's a numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at
2: ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void We're prohibited by
1: law. See terms and conditions
2: 18+. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another Around.
1: We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on Roadie, and uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper.
2: Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.